Just the Fake Ones is a podcast that talks about fictional murderers. Content warnings can be found in the episode's description. Hey, this episode is part two of a two-parter. Make sure you listen to episode one if you want context for what we're talking about in this episode. Thank you. So many organs this episode. (laughs) And that's something that I thought about, speaking of organs, why... Now, I don't... Of all of the organs I have ever eaten, I didn't like any of them. Branded cooks liver, and I do like that. But he doesn't cook it where it's soft. He kind of cooks it like a well-done steak. So I think a lot of people eat it soft, and I don't. I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste. I wouldn't cook it myself, but... What'd you say? I was looking up to see if a muscle is an organ, and it is. Oh. Well, then. I don't like that. A whole skeletal muscle is considered an organ of the muscular system. Oh, thanks. So we've all uh, eaten technically we've all eaten organs. Yeah. I understand. And skin is an organ. Oh, yeah. I have <laughs> is a tongue an organ? Probably. Yep. Because it's a muscle. Sure. I have I know we were talking about tongue last episode, but I have a uh, very strong memories of seeing that tongue in our uh, aunt and uncle's fridge. What? When we were little. Maybe you weren't there. Aunt and uncle. Well, I didn't know if I should just say the names of the podcast if they want to be named. No, it's fine. Yeah, and uh, it was in uh, Aunt Angie's fridge. Tongue? Because Uncle, Uncle Wayne, yeah, it was a cow tongue. Ooh. And Uncle Wayne really likes cow tongue. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I knew that, but. Yeah, and I, like, squished it. It was very <laughs> gross. It's, bleh. yeah. Well, <laughs> but here's the thing. Not to yuck. No, not exactly. Yuck. No, I I am the type of person I will always try something once because mm-hmm. most of the time I will like it. I haven't tried cow tongue yet. So actually, I have. Okay. And I didn't like okay. it. So I didn't have it then. But so my friend says that. My friend and her husband are both Mexican, and they said whenever their parents would cook cow tongue, it was like, oh, it's cow tongue day, Ooh. it's such a treat, <laughs> and like it was like such a big treat in their family, and so it is a common meat in some tacos, Ooh. and they took me out to eat, that and they said, good, though. you should try it. I didn't, it just, it, it wasn't because I knew what it was, because I'm always open to mm-hmm. trying new things too, but just it just kind of tasted a little funny, and I'm just, I would have it again if someone cooked it, and I, but I wasn't really a fan. Maybe it was just how it, that was I didn't, cooked. Because there's different ways maybe. to Maybe. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't a fan mm. of it. 
Okay. Brandon did not know what it was. <laughs> he did not know what it was, but he had it, and he did not like it either. Hmm. So maybe it could have been the way it was cooked, though, but or maybe it was. I'm not sure. Okay. But I I just remembered I did have it before. Now I've eaten heart. Has anybody else eaten hmm. heart? No. I don't. What kind of heart did you I've eat? I had chicken hearts. Okay. Mm. I I say that I need to have chicken heart prepared a different way because this was the strangest way to cook anything. And it was uh, a little old lady. It was one of my mom's friends. We were at like a potluck. She brought a pan of buttered egg noodles with just whole boiled chicken hearts in it. Oh my oh gosh. No. Yeah. That just sounds so bland and not good it, at all. It was. Mm-hmm. Like a Halloween decoration. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just salt and pepper and butter and noodles and chicken hearts. Mm. How big are they? Oh, they're small. You could fit one like, in your mouth, but I don't like recommend doing that. Oh. I could fit a lot of things in my mouth. <laughs> I realized halfway through, I just meant it doesn't mean it's small. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> when I was in junior high, I um, sometimes I liked to show off, and it, I don't oh, know. Oh, you can fit your fish this. in your mouth, can't you? No, I can't. I I can almost, but I would eat my lunch in four bites. So oh each gosh. section of the meal, I would stick the whole thing in my mouth. Stop. <laughs> So I can, I'm just, no wonder you well, have I intestinal problems. I... <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know who I was trying to impress because I'm sure most of the people around me thought I was, I mean, I am weird, but I'm, I'm on this podcast. Where's Rachel eating her lunch again? Don't look too close. She might eat you too. Um. <laughs> That's all I meant, is I can fit a lot in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. So they're quarter-sized? A little bit bigger chicken than hearts. a quarter. But they're... Mm, I'm okay. trying to think. What could I compare it to? Like one of those big gumballs? Mm, how, how big of a gumball... Go- <laughs> how big of a gumball we got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look around my room and see. Like a golf ball? A ping pong ball? I, I can't visualize these things. I don't know how big they are. <laughs> oh, okay. Rotate the ping pong ball in your room. Okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. I just don't know, like, in the real world how, how big that is. Maybe like a ping pong. <laughs> How big is a chicken heart? Oh, so yeah, okay. I lied. It is like a quarter. Huh? This says okay. this is answer around quarter. <laughs> it says a chicken heart is about the size of a quarter. The hearts of right. broilers got our answer. Thank larger. you. The chicken heart is rather small yeah, exactly. compared to the rest of the bird. And I just, it, I, if I ever eat heart ever again, I want it prepared 
the way Hannibal prepared exactly By Hannibal. the way Hannibal prepared maybe mm. that sheep tongue, the lamb tongue, where it's just like it's been like sautéed for seventy years, yep. and it's like sliced thinly, and like it tastes good because like just t- taking a chicken heart and boiling it. Most it's, things don't taste that good anyway because yeah. it's a heart. Do it. I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. This was a very nice old lady. She was so sweet, but I, she brought noodle chicken hearts to a potluck. <laughs> the noodles through the heart. I like buttered noodles, so they were good. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to go back to therapy. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. But also in the episode, um, going from uh, Bedelia's session with Hannibal, and then Hannibal talking to Will, having a session with Will, whatever it is, um, Will makes a comment about, "Oh, do you usually drink with your patients?" And he said, "No, like my psychiatrist mm-hmm. was drinking with me." And if you notice. They were in an entirely different space because the last scene, they were in mm-hmm. that Bedelia's place mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's drinking in his office. Did he bring it with him? What happened there? Well, that's my next <laughs> bit of trivia. Oh. Originally, <laughs> originally the Hannibal Bedelia scene was scripted to take place in Hannibal's office and... It was likely changed fairly last minute during filming, explaining why the rosé they drank together confusingly appears in Hannibal's office in the following scene. (laughs) So that is why that happens. Yeah, And then just Will and Hannibal, and Hannibal's, I feel like, so desperately trying to figure out, wait, is is Will my friend, though? I have friends, though, right? (laughs) Will's my friend, because he's he's not my patient, so he's gotta be my friend. But is he my patient? No. And he, we're friends. We're he friends. Asks Will, am I your psychiatrist or are we simply having conversations? And Will just says, I think the answer, I think, yes, I think is the answer to that. And it makes me think yes. of that, uh, the things like the memes that are like, how much of this one object would you like? Yes. <laughs> am I yes. your therapist or are we talking? Yes. and Hannibal also is starting to plant some ideas in Mm -hmm. Will's head about hmm so this this uh what's the word murderer (laughs) you think (laughs) the Chesapeake uh, killer I think they're oh no the ripper the ripper I listened back to our last episode. And I you definitely did, did say river at, at one point. <laughs> I tried to catch it most of the time. It's fine. Is there a Chesapeake River? <laughs> yes, yes. Is there, there is. a Chesapeake River? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Chesapeake Bay rivers. Oh no, there's not. Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> there's rivers that feed into the bay. Even worse. <laughs> That's so weird. Why did I think there was? <laughs> but Will is talking about uh, the bodies that are being found, and he's saying, well, I really don't think that it's the Chesapeake Ripper. <laughs> but 
not really sure what's going on here. And Hannibal's like, well, you know, those are some valuable organs. <laughs> and Will's like, oh, maybe they're selling the organs. So. Hannibal just, like, dusted the trail <laughs> away behind him. Mm-hmm. Because at the same it he ha is in such a good place for what he's doing because he's getting mm -hmm. all this information. It's he's great, like, oh, yeah. I can just work into this. I can yeah. just work around it. So, yeah. I love anytime uh, anybody goes to him with something about the Chesapeake Ripper, and he, mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, mm -hmm. I get to talk about myself. Okay. I think part of why this episode was so fun was like all the dramatic oh, irony yeah. of like, don't tell Hannibal that he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> why are you telling him these things? <laughs> don't let him put his hand in that person. <laughs> I saw some artwork of that scene. Um, it's I don't want to say it's cute artwork. It's cute styled artwork. It's cute. It's, cute. it's, it's the so drawing. Cute. Yeah, but it, it's nice. Again, I don't know what the adjectives. Anyway, we're gonna repost it on the top of okay. That's all. <laughs> you can see it there. <laughs> appreciate artists who appreciate Hannibal. <laughs> How much do organs cost on the black market? I'd Google's be afraid to Google that. Location. We're gonna have a. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If we don't already uh, have enough FBI agents in our computer watching us record this episode. <laughs> I, I asked that to Google and I'm reading through it and then I get a notification from Google. It's like, how well did Google understand what you said? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Pretty well, Google. Never mind. <laughs> Probably a lot. Probably enough you know, I wouldn't think it would take that many to take you through college, though. Medical, medical school. I don't expensive. know. Maybe they're not as valuable as I thought they were. You have to be there. For it like is expensive, years. but when I thought I organs child, were pretty expensive. They are not as expensive as you'd think, mm. actually. Oh. Mm. I like, you can get ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars for a kidney. Yeah. Wow. Back when I was trying to find ways to pay for college and I thought I'd have to drop out, <laughs> I was looking at how much like you could donate or like sell Quite your eggs bit, for, actually. and I think like all of them together might be... I have the number 32,000 in my head, but that's like a lot of eggs, and yeah. you have to go through a really yeah. strict screening process and stuff. I heard it's really painful too. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't do it, so it's I didn't fine, money. but... <laughs> <laughs> I've considered yeah, that annoying. in the past, yeah. but with the way that um, people are using DNA websites mm -hmm. now, and there's a with like I know people who are adopted uh, struggle with a lot, and there's a lot of talk about that right now. Um, I wonder how it would be finding like your egg parents on like 23andMe and what how that would affect someone 
So I've thought about that too recently. No, I haven't thought about donating them recently, but I had that thought recently about finding your egg donors on 23andMe. I guess they'd have to be yeah. out there too. Well, I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, we also have this episode, Jack has started having nightmares mm-hmm. about Miriam mm-hmm. Lass. And I like it in the last episode, he was like, I know when I'm awake. I don't know if he knows mm. when he's awake anymore. I have that thought too. Because we, his nightmares are usually in that autopsy room. The first one is he's walking through mm-hmm. and he hears a cell phone ringing and he opens up the, the door of the little people holder. What are they called? I was gonna say body keeper, so not much different than yours. Where they, where the the, the fridge, fridge where they yep. keep the dead bodies in the autopsy and it's room. Just uh, Miriam Lass's arm and the phone ringing, and then it bleeds into real life, and his phone is actually ringing. And then the next nightmare he has is Will Graham on the autopsy table, with he's been autopsied on. He's got like the the V and line for when they open him up and he's missing his arm and this is Jack subconsciously connecting dots between Miriam and Will. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's missing the same arm yep. that they found of Miriam. It was it was really spooky. Will kinda too. looks uh, kinda Yeah. <laughs> when did this show come out? Twenty thirteen? When do you think it was filmed? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about his phone because everyone has like a Blackberry Blackberry. or something, and I'm like, I feel like I was using a smartphone by 2013, but I know not everybody was. was Still a thing. You don't really like think about how new smartphones are. Mm -hmm. I think I had a Galaxy Note in 2014. Yeah, was that like the first one? It was like the second one. Okay. <laughs> I remember working as a gallery attendant and drawing in the galleries. Oh. <laughs> but I'm sure with his profession, I feel like Blackberries were always like a worker's phone, like a. Mm. So I. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Blackberry was. That was the phone. Miriam, Miriam was using it too, but she yep. died a couple years ago, so that made more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just crossed my mind. Or this show was sponsored by BlackBerry. <laughs> it may have been. You're right. Product placement. And this was probably before Apple had that weird little law of like, our villain, your villain cannot use an Apple product. Oh my gosh. Did you know that's a thing? Mm-hmm. No. I was just thinking of that. I wonder if they just didn't want to be in a show with so much death and <laughs> scariness. <laughs> that's knows? wild. I did I not, know, I did not know that. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, generally, if, you, if you're watching a movie or a show with a villain, they'll have a, an android. <laughs> well, just call me a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Google phone. <laughs> that's, a, that's an android. Yeah. Okay, and so then one of the very last things that happens in this episode 
is we get uh, Hannibal's appointment with Franklin, where he's tearing him down a little bit, and then after that, Will is supposed to be there, and before in the episode we had Franklin and then Will, and so there's that pattern of expectancy because he Will is usually there that day to talk, because um, they're friends, <laughs> and Will's not there, and Hannibal, oh, the, the big grand Mozart song plays is... Hannibal's all alone and uh, he checks his appointment book and it's just like a a little sad moment of just like oh maybe I don't have friends but actually Mm. Will is having one of his sleepwalking nightmares and Hannibal goes and finds him and the, the nightmare he's having is he is sitting across from Abigail. She's like talking to him like he's her dad. He like she calls him dad and between them is the girl that died uh in the first episode that the copycat did where she's just like on the elk rack. Mm-hmm. Something. Feels like yeah. uh Will's connecting some dots subconsciously Mm. what dots the dots of the copycat possibly being Mm. Hannibal and or just speak or just like uh, if yeah it felt like he was seeing patterns Mm -hmm. in the kills that he's been seeing lately yeah abigail even like as the we paint out Mm -hmm. on the body abigail's like there's someone else here and then he wakes up and hannibal is there so it's like trying to get his attention yeah and earlier in the episode we saw the um elk walk into yeah i was gonna say that when when will does his murder vision of the man in the bathtub i'm sorry I, i stole that uh murder vision uh he first sees the elk walking into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and i wonder at this point if he's associating the elk with the chesapeake ripper trying to place it in places because there's there's no reason that elk should be there or Mm -hmm. his his mind's just becoming a little frayed and things are bleeding him and then after Hannibal wakes Will up, Will's like, hey, can you look at these pictures of all of these people who have been killed? And Hannibal's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my fingers in there. Did you notice Just, that this is like later, probably. Uh, did you notice that Beverly was seeing um, this killer as an artist mm-hmm. with an yeah. unconventional canvas? Yep. I was like, see, this is what the podcast is all about. <laughs> we've we've gone off those rails a little I bit. know. It's just easier to talk. But yeah, I did notice they talking about the Chesapeake Ripper painting in, in a picture. So do you think did the Chesapeake Ripper paint this picture? <laughs> 
you want to talk about Alana and Hannibal? Oh yeah. What's going? I did. I did talk to them. No <laughs> <laughs> spicy. At the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, uh, at the opera, there's some people that Hannibal knows. It's an older lady, and she's like chastising him because he hasn't like cooked for everybody in a really long time mm -hmm. and so Hannibal is just kind of like well I have to wait for the inspiration to strike <laughs> <laughs> so this episode he's he's mostly preparing for a dinner party and is that why Alana's at his house she's helping him prepare for the dinner party because she's she's there cooking with mm -hmm. him at her own little like sous chef table yeah I guess she could be. And she, I like... you go. I was just gonna say, she gets her own little wine beer reserve from him. Yeah, Hannibal. he's he keeps beer, fancy beer specifically for her. Mm -hmm. I like that she That's only cute. likes beer. <laughs> I also like... I don't know if this is too, like, heteronormative of me, but I don't remember a lot of people shipping them hmm. back in back in the day do well, they not <clears throat> end up doing anything i like it's so weird to see them together because they don't seem like they have anything in common other than both being psychiatrists <clears throat> so it's kind of just like hannibal's like hey you want to <laughs> talk about will or just like what do they yeah. have in common well it, I don't remember if it's this season or next season they do have a tiny little fling okay uh but Hannibal mostly uses it as like an alibi oh no yeah. oh my gosh maybe that's all he's trying um, to do it's kind of like just more commentary on adult friendships and the complications mm. because it's yeah. like well i don't really have anyone else to hang out with and we know each other and we know someone else and yeah uh, we, we like food so i guess sure we can just keep hanging out even though like we don't really vibe that well otherwise yeah. so mm -hmm. like the last time we saw them together he had just drugged a patient that they were <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Or wait, no, we saw him with Chilton. But also another situation sure. where it's just like I don't see why you're all together except that you're work friends, I guess, which And like they they've worked together for a while because mm -hmm. they they talk about how she was doing stuff for Miriam Lass, helping mm -hmm. her with that. And at the same time, she was also doing stuff for Hannibal. And she mentions, like, uh, that the students at the time thought that the two of them, Hannibal and Alana, were having an affair. Uh, and was it Hannibal who was like, why didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> And then she brings it to being like, you and Will do that same thing. You mm -hmm. flirtatiously avoid the subject. What word yeah. did she use? You both have the same... Yeah. Intonation? No. No. Pathology. 
pathology. (laughs) Such a doctor word. Another, in a different, in the scene where we see Hannibal getting the business cards and the recipes, I Mm -hmm. like grabbed the recipes and the people he was getting, and some of them are pretty funny together. Please tell me. Um, so the first recipe was chicken liver pate, and the person he goes and gets is Michelle Vogelson, who works in customer service at Stanwood Tailored Coats. And I don't know, just thinking of someone in customer service with the potential <laughs> of being like a chicken or having like a chickeny uh, behavior was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one didn't really feel like it aligned perfectly but that was braised beef lungs and he got Darrell uh, Ledgerwood from Hidden Room Rare Books. He was the general manager hmm. of that bookstore. But the last one was Parmesan Crumbled Lamb's Brains and the guy he got was Christopher Ward who was an IT consultant. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You gotta have smart brains. <laughs> I would love to see. Do do they show his Rolodex later on? I would love to see more. I, of, uh... I believe they do show. Okay. Them. Yeah, we'll we'll have to grab them then too. That's that's interesting. I did. I didn't even think to see who was going where. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, they're showing too much text for them not to be making a joke. Yeah. And yeah. They were. It goes too fast. I can't read that fast. <laughs> The whole point of it is, is to be organy recipes, but I wish it wasn't so that I could recreate them with, like, yeah. non-humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really interested in eating lamb brains, so... Yeah. Nothing is vegetarian, he says. <laughs> yeah. In the episode. Yeah. There is a Hannibal cookbook. I will be avoiding it. <laughs> <laughs> It's called Feeding Hannibal, a Connoisseur's Cookbook by Janice Poon. But I know we we did joke about having uh, cooking some of these recipes. I would totally do it. If I get this cookbook and I find a recipe in it that is not organ-based, why not? Yeah. I would be interested in replacing some of the hmm. main parts of it. I bet I bet there's someone out there. Someone out there is a vegetarian who wanted to recreate Hannibal recipes, and I'm sure that those I'm exist somewhere. I'm sure we could somewhere. make it veg. We mm-hmm. will. We will. We will find. <laughs> I did find an article that says the official Hannibal cookbook will not include human ingredients. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Feeding oh Hannibal has a 4.6 out of 5 on Goodreads. Hey, oh my gosh. I kind of need to buy it. You can make little hearts out of tofu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else a lot of it to sh- talk about? You talk. You go. I was just going to say, a lot of his meals, is, besides being human, it's about the presentation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. The lady I think at, at some the point, opera says that watching him cook is like a performance. Maybe when we 
start our next season or when we get together sometime we should have like doesn't have to be like in celebration of anything but it could be we could just have like a fancy dinner that we like make together and it's Hannibal themed and no humans will be eaten <laughs> be okay fun. yeah that would be fun that would be very fun. yeah just the the thought of making things Hannibal themed <laughs> just like shoots me into orbit we need rosé what Rachel is afraid of rosé yeah Brandon's behind me (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know he texted me and said I'm behind you and I turned around even though I warned you (laughs) oh my gosh sorry it's okay do we need to finish up the murder from this episode's uh, I suppose ambulance <laughs> and the capturing yeah they they get him by uh, finding Beverly who is she's beautiful and she's so smart uh, so finds security footage outside of the hotel that was suspicious and so they go and track down the ambulance and it's not where it should be. And so they go and find it. And the guy, the medical student is performing another organ removal and he's having issue. And Jack, for some reason, has a shotgun again. Why did? <laughs> why is a shotgun his go-to? Do, 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 does the FBI use know. shotguns like that? I guess they can use. They could use they whatever. Want. It, it's Jack. It's Jack Crawford. So. He can do whatever he wants. He wants to use a shotgun. Feel free. Anyway, he tells the guy, "Like, put your hands where I can see them." He's like, I, "If I remove my hands, the guy will die." And then. Jack calls for Hannibal because Hannibal used to be a medical doctor. Hannibal's on this whole. Oh yeah, H- Hannibal's catch. there. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> then Hannibal goes and takes over the heart massage and like <clears throat> it's working hard at that. And Will looks at him like, hmm. I feel like him that seeing look? that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly how I was interpreting that look, but like. Everything that I see in this show is is through the rose-tinted goggles of fandom. <laughs> I see it as him being like man wow, falling Hannibal in love. Sure knows his way around a heart massage. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like this scene will come into clarity at some point for Will. Mm-hmm. I feel like at, whenever he makes the final connections, he'll think back to seeing. <laughs> him yeah. elbow deep in somebody's <laughs> chest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. When yep. looking things up about this episode, I did see a lot of people admiring uh, his forearms in that scene, though. <laughs> 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 and in one of the cooking scenes, so I thought I'd share that. <laughs> we all have a crush on Hannibal Lecter. We mm-hmm. can't help it. <laughs> He's written to be so good not mm. not good as in like a, a good person he's killing and eating people's organs I so desirable he's like just he's yeah he's fancy yeah. 
the word you used earlier about how Hannibal doesn't like undignified people. He is very dignified. He's yeah, very classy, yeah. well put together. Him in his well tailored person suit. <laughs> yes. Yep. How's Will doing this episode? Uh, I, I, he didn't cry this time, right? He did seem really upset, though. Yeah. Oh, the was such like in the first scene of the episode when Jack was like really gung ho on like finding the Chesapeake River, he just seemed so distant and like, come on, Jack, like we, I can't, I got, I gotta get out of this, and just like try to be the voice of reason to Jack to like try to convince him that it's not the Chesapeake River, it's fine, but also like wanting it to be over with and probably like hoping a little bit that it was a Chesapeake Ripper so he could get out of all of this. Yeah. He's just so tired. So he just wants tired. to teach his classes. He's not sleeping. Or wishing yeah, even at the end sleeping. of the episode he was like, alright, I got a date with the Chesapeake Ripper. Like, I gotta I gotta get this stuff figured out. Mm-hmm. Which is this gotta be over with. <laughs> Sorry, I can't go to dinner. I gotta work. <laughs> Little does he know. Tessie <laughs> mm. Ripper is his friend and therapist. Yeah. I feel like this is a good lesson in adulthood where <laughs> it, friendship is difficult. It is hard to make friends as an adult, but sometimes it's just not worth settling for the people around you. <laughs> Yeah. You might become friends with a Hannibal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you deserve better friends. You do. Even you if they host lavish dinner parties. Right now, you deserve better friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do. Unless your friends are really, really nice and they don't cook you well, human. Yeah, yeah. The, the, state, the sentiment is you deserve better friends than the friends that Will has right now. Exactly. Yes. yes. And if they are, then good job. And if not, get better friends. Good luck. Yeah. Don't give up. They're out there. Somewhere. Or just be like us and turn Somewhere your cousins into your friends. Out yeah. there. Some people have bad cousins, too. Yeah. Some people do. I always feel, whenever I feel bad, when I hear about people who have bad cousins, and I'm like, oh, I but love I my But I have cousins. good cousins. What do you mean you have bad yeah. cousins? <laughs> yeah, I don't like hearing those stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you have bad cousins. You we're can be our cousin. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're your cousins. Hello, cousins. Join the family. <laughs> Suddenly, we're a cult. Just <laughs> <laughs> the cousin Macklerose. Uh, no. I'm your baby's cousin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Cousins, cousins, cousins. cousins. We are cousins. Ugh. Doesn't feel like a word it anymore. Doesn't. Nope. 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 Cousins. Mm-hmm. No dogs this episode. No dogs. no dogs. It's a sad day when there's no dogs on Hannibal. It's a sad day. We didn't even get real Abigail. We got three. Did Abigail. I noticed that too? She she hasn't been there in an episode or yeah. two. Not since Hannibal gave her shrooms. 
shroom tea. She's doing okay. <laughs> She's still recovering. <laughs> Do we want to close out? No. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Hey, listeners. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Do your ears feel like cannibals when he's listening to the opera? When you listen to oh, us? Probably not. So. But we appreciate you sticking around. I hope your heart does a little flutter when you see we have a new episode out. <laughs> not so much that we have to break in and massage it. No, no. Not that. I don't want to massage your heart. <laughs> Anything but that. Compressions only. <laughs> <laughs> we have socials if you want to check them out. We, uh, or if, nope, I hate myself. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. We have socials if you want updates for when we publish episodes, and we post random stuff semi regularly. That is, you can find us at Fake Ones Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and TikTok. And if you want to send us an email, you're allowed. It's fakeonespod at gmail.com. And the music in this episode. Uh, the theme and the little undertones of music that you might be like, what the hell is that? Uh, were all made. But in a good in, way. Hopefully in a good way. Yeah. Hopefully in a good way. Uh, they were all made by uh, They Love Them. And you can find a link to their SoundCloud in the episode's description. Check them out. They make fun stuff. And then episodes go up every other Monday. 12 Eastern Standard Time. 11 central central yep <laughs> this week you can email us your favorite non-human dinner recipe do it i, I do dare it. you i dare you <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll cook it maybe not maybe we appreciate you <laughs> you're beautiful thank you <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. I love you. Listener. Hugs and kisses. Okay, we gotta stop. <laughs>